If it matters to you, it matters to us. Call Tip today on 1-800-938-007. Now, a psychotherapist, uh, Susan O'Donoghue, is with me. Good morning to you, Susan. If we ever need it, if we ever need a psych- psychotherapist, I need one this morning. Anyway, How are you getting on? Good, Fran. How are you? Good. It's good, good. good to see you. You're kind of... Um, making reference indeed to a conversation that seems to be going on over the last while in terms of connections and that sort of thing. And Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I suppose for me, I was sitting at home over the weekend and it seemed to be on every time I turned the radio on, got into the car or the TV, they were talking about kids and connection in the digital age. And, you know, and I suppose for me, what came up was what, why are they connecting? Like, I know that dig- we need digital, right? And like, but how is it that we're so connected to digital now and I know that our worlds have changed and social I suppose our social setting has changed like years ago we didn't have a choice we didn't have digital to connect to yes but it's really taken over hasn't it and it's really impacting our young people that's how I feel I feel like it's really and I know that it has positive but it also has huge negative effects I I believe on them and how is it impacting them in a negative way Susan Well, I think the content that they see and like the world is their oyster, right? In a sense that they can explore it and they can find out loads about it. You just go on Google, put in your search and it's done. But also we all know and we're all quite aware of the stuff that does come up. And I mean, research will tell you that kids exposure to that kind of stuff is just very, very, I suppose, it's not positive. It's very harmful to Mm. them and it's 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 hugely um, impactful on them and we always talk here about how your story you know will impact your perception of the world and that's part of their story then you know and it was quite interesting because before if someone had said to me would you give your child would you keep a phone from a child until they're 16 Mm. I would have kind of went oh god you couldn't do that you know what I mean yes and I think on reflection is it such a bad thing I don't know you know, like I know that they're talking about taking it out of primary schools and I agree with that 100%, yeah, yeah. right? And I know that some people would say that maybe because, uh, say, of, say, mums and dads maybe not being together or partners not being together or whatever situations people are in that their children need a phone when mm-hmm. they go away to somebody's house or they might need this or they might need that. And I'm just wondering, I understand that, but if we're going to do something like that, we really need to have boundaries on the phone, I think. It's so, yeah, it's so... The, the only thing I'd say in rebuttal to that, though, is that it seems to me, Susan, that the entire culture of young people now is based around the device in their hand. I mean, every aspect of their lives yeah. is based on this, isn't it? Is, it? Yeah. And can I be um, honest, uh, myself with my own phone? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, how would I be without that for oh, a week? Oh, Lord, I would die. One day. <laughs> Not I, a week. A week might be a stretch. But I'm just thinking, um, we rely on them so yeah, much. And, like, they're fabulous, don't get me wrong. They're amazing, right? They're great to have them. It's wonderful that we're at an age now where we can use them and we can have them. But how impactful are they on our young people? And uh, do we not know that yet, really? Because it's really this generation. Yes, yes. So, like, I suppose they've done a huge amount of research on it and it does show that, yes, it's it's not all positive and there is huge, you know, um, concerns around it. But we really don't know Hmm. the full impact because these young people now are 20 and, like, I have a 23-year-old, an 18-year-old and a 16-year-old, right? And even from my 23 to my 18-year-old, I saw a huge difference in technology. You know, Even in that short yeah. time. So I wonder, like, 
for for listeners out there, do they feel the same that even in the short period of time, technology has, comes on so fast mm. and so strong, and like I remember, my my twenty three year old daughter only had you know those phones where you could only ring two people. Yeah, 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 right. That's what she had, right? And like I I held off till they were twelve. They kind of got their confirmation money and then they bought mm. it themselves. Mm. That's kind of how I did it. And there was pressure because everybody else was getting one. So I see that I think the schools bringing it in is amazing, and I think it's absolutely necessary to, to keep keep them out. Oh, uh, I think uh, sort of for, you know what what is that uh, uh, proposal, by the way? To, yeah, there was, to, there's a school there's, in, in there primary area, schools, in Wexford. Yes, yeah, they yeah, did it, yeah. and they're quite successful. And they were talking about it. Mm. Uh, I think I was on one of the shows over the weekend, and they had um, I think a principal on from one of the schools who kind of initiated it, and she really, really yeah. said that it is positive. And when all parents sign up, and there's no um, it's not that they say you can't give your child. They kind of try and enrol the parents and get them encouraged, you know, to cooperate and you know, yes. everybody together, this attitude. And she said it really, really works. The difference in attention and in, you know, because we do know when you go on your phone, even when you go on your own phone, you're scrolling, right? Yeah. Your attention yeah. span is like, you know, you're waiting for the next thing to come up. You know, you're bored in and, two seconds. And if you were to guess at the result of it as, as life goes on. I mean, the fact that maybe younger people are not communicating with each other or with family, yeah. will will that have a spill-off effect? Do you I think, think it so? has a huge, I think it has a huge knock-on effect. I mean, culturally, uh, as human beings, we need to connect. That's part of, like, what we, that's, we need connection with others. We do, yeah? And most importantly, we need connection with ourselves, but we really need connection with other people. Um, and I think that the face to face, there's nothing in the world like it, you know, like I do Zoom now with clients. Right. Mm, and I mm. do. And I put my hand up. But I do always encourage clients to come see me face to face if they can. Yeah. If you can't, that's fine. Mm. Stuff comes up. Mm. Zoom is an amazing thing. It's great. You can still stay connected. But it's not the same. Mm. It's just not the same, you know. And I think when you think about connection, it leads on to relationship, doesn't it? And like relationship is key to our well-being, to our emotional well-being. We need relationships. We need relationship with ourselves and we need relationships with others. We crave relationship, yeah? And I suppose for me, connection and relationship go hand in hand, as does communication. Yes. Now, I know that that's communicating when you're on that device, right? But we see from all the all the everything that, that that they write about it and all the research that like the bullying that goes online and when you're not looking someone in the face how it's so much easier to say stuff about them and you know it's just and it's anonymous and it's mean and it's nasty I'd you know even if you put two people in a room who did that online together they would never not abuse each other like that not you know? at all so the face to face is important and you, so that's that's the outside relationships but I mean you're also at pains to say it's the relationship we have with ourselves yeah. but it, it does it block that in some way as well you know because well I think we're very see if if it's true relationship like we, we learn true relationship yeah we learn like well I always talk about this we get our protectors through a relationship. We also get the good stuff through a relationship, right? So if that relationship is blocked or if it's more severe online, now what are we getting? Mm. You know, um, and if people, if we if we have way more access to stuff maybe that's not age appropriate, mm. you mm. know, and how do you manage that as a parent? 
honestly, like how like how many parents out there? It's, it's so difficult. Like yeah, it's yeah. so difficult. How yeah. do you manage it? And at what age do you? You know what I mean? Like we all do the stuff maybe where you know don't bring the phone to the bedroom, no TV in the bedroom, you know, no no devices in the bedroom, all that kind of stuff. And like we need a place where we have downtime, where it's sanctuary, where it's our place, where we don't have to. Um, worry about people contacting us or from the outside world where it's our space yeah Mm. that's where our relationship with ourselves grows yeah yeah and what they are being confronted with then and particularly I suppose with pornography because that seems to be a a huge Huge. issue Susan Um, what about the effect of that for example and you know yeah well look pornography is not really what sex is about is it like let's call a spade a spade that's not what it right. looks like but if they're presented with this all the time they and begin to think norm. that that's this is the norm. The they think yeah. that this is how this is how uh, you know a male is supposed to act and this is how a female is supposed yeah. to act and this is what they're supposed to do for you know the same sex or opposite sex or whatever way they look at it like too much information too fast mm. you know what I'm saying that's that's the bottom line and like how do you patrol that as a parent but you 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 know, like I even go on my phone. We, we could be talking here today about something. Next thing, it'll pop up on your phone. Yeah. Like, you know, like yeah. I have a friend who's into technology. He says they're always listening. He, it kind of freaks me out. You know? yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, like, I don't know enough personally about technology to be able to talk fluently about it. Yes. But I do know that it does cause harm. And are you already seeing in your practice, are you yes. seeing that harm? Um. I see what I see is a disconnect from others. Okay. Right? What I see is I see um like like I say, like teenagers saying online what they'd never say to each other. And we're not just picking on teenagers here because adults do that as well. Mm, so there's mm. no point in just saying it's just the teenagers because it's definitely not. But my heart goes out to teenagers because it's it's an age, it's a time where you're exploring, you're trying to find out who you are, how you fit in, who your tribe is. You know what I mean? You're mm. trying to suss it all out. And then you've all this stuff down top of you as well. Like, they're, they're absolutely fabulous phones are. Don't get me wrong. I think it's great technology. But I also think that there needs to be huge boundaries put in place. We talk about this the whole time. Mm. The government needs to do it. There needs to be boundaries for all the companies that come in, all the tech companies. Everything needs to be done around it. But it seems to be very slow, doesn't it? It certainly does, because, of course, the, the interest there is financial interest, and yeah. it's it's not in their interest to, to sort of clamp down in any way about the numbers of people that will yeah. be using the phones. Yeah. And the it picture. is harming our children, yeah. and it is harming us. There's yeah. no two ways about it. Like, I know they were looking over the weekend about, I think one of the days was put down your phone for the day or something. Yeah. Like, that's quite difficult. And how is that quite difficult? I don't know, and I would find it extremely yeah. difficult. Now, I, I I come up with an excuse and I say, ah, well, you know, I read on my phone. I have paper yeah. subscriptions on my phone. So I have reasons to be on my phone, and <laughs> it's important to keep up with Twitter and all. But sure, that's really nonsense because, you know, well, the, pa- the papers are all over the place. I don't need to be doing that. Really. Yeah, and I suppose, like, we all do that, and it's kind of nearly an addiction, isn't it? You're drawn in. Yeah, but sure, completely. that's what phones are about. That's the people who... I create the apps, the people who create the content, that's what it's about. It's to grab your attention. Yeah. So if it's doing that for us as an adult, what's it doing for a child? What What is that buzz about scrolling? Scroll. I'm not great now. I wouldn't be a great scroller. But I like that's when you flip, isn't it? True. Well, you, you're just flicking through stuff endlessly. They're saying endlessly. that your attention span is so low then that you're just flicking through it that you can't hold. You can't hold your t- like they say something about is that if it's not in the first three in the Google page, yeah, you know, know, it's not getting a look. So you can understand, and that that's what happens. Then kids kids' attention span becomes way. You know, they don't have to wait for anything. 
you know. Yeah, it's all there, yeah. of course. Yeah. Like, you know, so I think it's so important to keep children in the children's space. Are you, do you have concerns over a conversation that's been going on? We, we, we had a youth panel uh, oh, last week. Young, young people just gathering around and, and chatting here. Very bright kid, mm. really, really bright. Uh, but when it came to politics and when it came to the upcoming referendum, for example, they, it, it was passing over their head. They had no engagement with it. They didn't feel a relevance. Or, does that trouble you? What age were they? They were in their teens, maybe okay. in their late teens, yeah. Yeah. And um, May I ask now, right, this is just throwing it out there, right, when we were 16 or 17 did we care about government? You see, I was an old nerd. Were you? I was a nerd, yeah. And yeah. I didn't play a sport. I, I Yeah, I just really, wanted to travel. Yeah. So I suppose it all depends on, like I know, like they're way better in, in school now around I suppose informing them around you know political stuff a bit, aren't they? Like they talk about you know uh, what's going on in the world more do so. They? Than we- I, I think know. they do more yeah. than we did. Like I don't yeah. ever remember a teacher coming in telling me what was happening to you. I don't yeah. ever remember that. Probably not. No, no. come to think of it. No. But then again, it's so long ago. Yeah, in my that's case, anyway. <laughs> I can't remember. Yeah. But I, you know. I'm not concerned about teenagers in the sense of the knowledge they have right. because they're hugely knowledgeable. That's one thing I find well, about that, teenagers. Well, that's the point I was making. But, yeah, but, but they're hu- to... hugely knowledgeable about what they like, Fran. Yes. Does that make sense? Like, if I'm into sports, that's where my headspace right, okay. is going to and be. And you'll be very knowledgeable about yeah, that. Okay. Yeah, if I'm into politics, which you will find some teens who might be going in that direction, but I think that tends to be a bit later on. But you will, you'll have debate, and, you know, you'll have kid, t- teenagers who debate and debate and like a yeah. panel and all that. So you do have a sense of that. But I do think that it all depends on where your interests lie. Yeah. And, of course, that's all to do with your story then, yeah? Um, okay, just explain that to me in relation so, to, to, to that. What I'd say is um, for a lot of kids, like we all choose our own direction, right? Yes. Because we're all unique and we're all special and we all we all con- unconsciously choose our own direction, most of us unconsciously. So I would say that if you're surrounded by certain things in your household, right, you'll pick something that none of your other siblings kind of are good at and you'll take that oh, and you'll right. try and be good at it because now I'm going to be seen. Yes, I'm yeah? Yeah, okay, yeah. very so good, yeah. So I'll go in that direction then, yeah, and now I'm going to be seen for that. And sometimes maybe I'll be seen for things that aren't so... that people would frown upon, right? Yes. Maybe I'll be seen for being uh, lazy. Maybe I'll be seen for being uh, the bold one, yeah? But, but you're saying that's deliberate, is it? It's, it's to... unconscious, right, yeah? Right. But our greatest need is to be seen, seen. right? Yeah. So if I'm not seen, I'll find a way to be seen. But I'll find a way that's different from my siblings because if I'm doing the same thing my siblings are doing, right? Right. now I'm in competition and I probably won't be seen as much. Does that make sense? It does make yeah. sense, yeah. <laughs> but uh, And is it a case then if the dad is into politics or the mum is yeah. into politics and a youngster uh, discovers, oh, I, I'll be made more of a... Uh, something of if I'm into politics. Yeah, well, I'll be seen, won't I'll I? I'll be seen. I'll right. get attention. Yeah, okay. Yeah, because we crave, we crave connection. And here we're back to connection again. We crave connection, we crave relationship. We want to be seen to belong. We want to be loved yes. unconditionally. But unfortunately, yeah, 
there's always conditions. In my in my experience, there's always conditions attached. Brian was on and he says, mobile phones, other devices, they're the new drug. Giving them to children is creating a dependency, which will probably uh, be lifelong. It robs them of so many real experiences and replaces reality with a fantasy world. It creates problems which they otherwise would not have. And uh, no one should have one with internet connection until they're 15 or 16 years old. Would you go along with most of that? I'd go along with most of that. I would, yeah. I would say that, you know, like, I suppose, like you said, Fran, the research, the real research at the end of it isn't out out yet. So we don't really know the impact and the effect that we're going to be looking at down the road. But, like, there's no doubt about it. Like, being on a device all day or lo- or going out the back playing mm. or doing whatever we used to do, right... There's a difference, and I don't want to compare either because my growing up is so different to what they're at Cross, now, right? Yeah. But, like, there's a huge difference between face-to-face. It's a huge difference going out and sitting in muck and building muck, muck piles or I don't care what you do, you mm-hmm. know, eating grass, whatever we, you know, whatever it is you do outside. There's a huge difference between that and scrolling all day. I suppose, know? but each generation, weren't we all presented with technology? I mean, I remember being given out to, for watching television all day. Would you get out and, you you know, I mean, there was always something, was yeah. there not? But, but there, maybe there, not as profound as this. It's as not well. as profound as this. And yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I'm just surprised that you were saying you're watching television all day, Fran, because when I grew up, it wasn't until four or five o'clock. I know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You must be way younger than me. <laughs> Oh, I wish, I wish, I wish. But uh, no, yeah. no, I just feel there is always going to be something, but it's how we manage it yeah. is key. Yeah, it's how we manage it. And like when you think about it, like I don't want my children to grow up the way I did. Yes. But I also don't want them to be the opposite side of the coin. Mm. There's a there's a happy medium in there somewhere, isn't there? There's a happy medium where you can still enjoy all the technology, where you can still use it to your benefit, but where you're safeguarded right. as a child. And of course, we can't be hypocrites either, because no. you know, if we're all, you know, yeah. on our phones all the time ourselves, how can we expect to exactly. the kids to be any different? We're putting it out there. If people want to share with us, if there's something. A subject that they would like you to chat about. It's it's okay if people make contact. No problem with us, at all. There's no yeah. problem at all. I'd love to hear from people. If anybody has anything that they'd like us to discuss or just explore, look into, and see, you know, can yeah. they don't have to can be anonymous. They don't have to just text in here and say, you know what I mean, that this is a subject they'd like right. to discuss. And, and it, could be, it, could, it be could be relationships. It could be relationships. It could be it could be anything. It could be yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. anything around feelings. All right. Well, if people <laughs> want to make contact with you, Susan, how how can they do sure, that? Sure, it's uh, 086-367-6256 and it's info at emotionalwellbeing.ie. Thank oh, you, Fran. Always a pleasure. Thanks Thank very you. much indeed, Susan. Somebody wondering, would we put up John Lynch's piece as a podcast because they thought it was very uh, informative? We will certainly set about doing that and thank you for that as well. That's it for me, Leanne Produced. Uh, Stephen's on the way with the Time Tunnel and I will talk to you tomorrow. Look after yourselves. Bye-bye. Tip today with Fran Curry. With Slattery's Garage, puck on. You can't beat experience. With over 50 years maintaining Peugeot cars and vans, we like to call ourselves the experts. Call Slattery's Garage for a free vehicle health check today. 067 24111 or slatterysgarage.ie.